0: Welcome to this brand new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Mark van Horek and myself, Elias Krum, and brought to you by Marketing Guys, the Martech agency based out of the Netherlands. Welcome to this new episode of the Marketing Technology podcast on which today we're going to talk about AI and the impact of AI to you as a marketer. And I have a very interesting guest here today, Arushi Arushi Jain, who is the founding marketer and marketing director currently at Typeface. And Typeface is all about AI, but she's going to explain that in a bit, but Arushi, could you introduce yourself a little bit about your background and Typeface to the audience?
1: Yes, absolutely. Uh, Thank you for having me on the show, Elias. And hi, everyone. I'm Arushi. As Elias mentioned, I was our first marketer at Typeface and now leading a lot of our core product marketing and go-to-market efforts. What I'm excited about is my entire career has started in marketing, especially in early to mid-stage startups got excited about technology um, early days when I was at college at Stanford and then migrated more into the tech space when I saw the potential of really harnessing kind of next-gen technologies. And when I saw AI and the power of what it can do for creators and marketers, that got me more excited of finding something that can actually impact my everyday workflow as well as all of my colleagues and teammates I work with. So that's really what brought me to typeface and seeing the journey of fusing the passions of How can you really tell your brand stories, but in an authentic and relatable voice, and in a way that supercharges your own workflows in a very different way with technology? That was something that was incredibly a powerful story and vision from our founder Abe, and excited to just to be part of it and bringing it to marketers everywhere.
0: Nice, nice. So, what does Typeface do? Because I've well, the the audience might not have taken a look at your website yet. They don't. They might not know you, but I, I have taken a peek at your website. But what do you guys offer?
1: Yes, absolutely. Great question. So there is a lot of talk around generative AI. I think everybody's seen like with the chat GPT moment, it's becoming the word of the moment. And there's a lot of hype around it. So a lot of the questions we hear is like, what is hype and what's real? So with Typeface, what we're really doing is We've been founded from the start, even before there was the GPTs and the Dallies of the world. Of how can you use this new technology with Gen AI? This shift that was coming, that's really going to change how we interact with technology in a different way for marketers, creative employees at work. And so, what I mean by that is, think about any kind of content that you're producing every day whether the, and across all your different channels whether that be your landing pages your social media campaigns your paid ads e-commerce pages to drive traffic to your shoppable content and the products and services you're selling online or even job postings to attract talent how can you use ai to really be able to drive and create more content at a speed that was previously previously on impossible but in a way that actually sounds and feels like you. So that was typeface. It's bringing the power of generative AI, but with a really unique brand personalization, brand safety lens, so that any employee can really bring their ideas to life without the
0: traditional barriers to creation. Cool. So you're talking about both written and visual content, right?
1: Yes, that's... With I mean, if we think about marketers and think about how you're interacting alias right now, we're actually doing audio content, right? So mm-hmm. content is in so many different mediums and there's new storytelling mediums that will always come about. So what whether that's copy, whether that's images, video, audio content, how can you create those stories in all these different formats? So you may have heard a term called multimodal AI. It's starting to be used, but in in a very tech speak term, but in human speak, what that really means is, can I use AI to create different types of mediums and different types of content? So typeface started from the start creating um, text and visual generation. We just recently announced an acquisition that we're adding more video generation and we can work with different modalities like video and audio and actually convert that into uh, different types of mediums for storytelling.
0: Love it. So I, as a marketer am using generative AI on a daily basis um, we might be ahead of the curve a little, but because I hear when I talk to different marketers that that it's all very impressive to them, uh, but some of them also might conceive this as a as a threat to their job. What's what's your take on that?
1: That's a. I'm really glad you asked that question because honestly, that is a question that comes up all the time. And if I was being genuine, that was a. That was a question that came up for my myself as well and my own colleagues is like, is AI going to take my job? What does this mean for what we're doing? And when you think of it like that is like, is this going to replace me? You have to also think about every other shift in technology. Has it really been a replacement or has it been something that can augment your job and can you use it as a collaboration and a new, mean, new means for creating? And that is where Typeface really believes in what I believe as a marketer as well and the reason why I joined this company is AI as a tool can be used really as a collaborator. And I there's been a term been throwing out, everybody's using it as a co-pilot. But it really what it really means is how can you figure out in your workflow the places where it can supercharge it or augment it? How do you go start it good when you are doing content and really collaborate with AI and your team members to get to exceptional content? and remove the barriers to getting there and remove the steps. That is what AI can really do. And when we talk to marketers, when the aha moment comes from them and when they get really excited is when they look at their workflow and see the places where they can use AI to augment it and to like amplify their work. So an example of that is, how can I actually reuse content and take existing content to create net new content? Like take this podcast recording, for instance, mm-hmm transform that into a whole different blog post or thought leadership story that would in significantly less time than it was previously possible or optimize it for social channels very quickly, something that would create so much work. So if you can put content as the starting point, what else can you do? And that's where it gets really exciting as a marketer because you're no longer thinking in constraints. You're thinking in like, how can I be more creative and how can I do more? That fits my goals.
0: Cool. So what, what you're saying is it's, it's, it's helping you to create amazing stuff in a, in a way faster um, well, of process, so to say. Um, it enables you to reuse stuff that you've had in the past in all kinds of new ways. Um, so what you're saying is basically that the creativity still is with the marketer, right?
1: Exactly. Like in the end of the day, the ideas are yours. Can you, how can you express those ideas and bring that to life? That is what AI really does, because you have the ideas, you have the vision, you have your end goal. Can you use different tools and workflows to bring it to life in the way you would like to, without the traditional barriers or not being able to do it? So if you're a marketer, like can you actually do that yourself and bring your idea without worrying about? The back and forth process with all these different teams and tools to get you even to a starting point if you're a designer can you find a way to get through your creative queue without sacrificing quality and then the other thing is can you find inspiration like a lot of content in creating net new content we talked about an example of a reuse what about net new content what if you want to like as a uh, customer you work with they want to reach eight different audiences with one digital ad campaign could they do that with typeface? And that's what they did is I can quickly create really personalized messages for those audience segments in a way I couldn't do before. And now I have a much higher campaign success because I can reach more audiences in you know, messages that uniquely speak to them. So what AI is really doing is it's bringing you the means and the technology to bring those ideas to life. The ideas and the inputs really result reside within the human creativity. And I, I believe this is the best content is still created by real people. Mm-hmm. Can you use AI to help you amplify it?
0: Absolutely. And and that's that's so recognizable. I, I use AI for that all the time, also to get inspiration on, on topics. You know, for, for this podcast, for example, um it, sometimes I have to interview or I'm interviewing people about topics that I don't know a lot about. Um and I'll I'll just ask. Uh, an ai uh, machine what what kind of questions could be well asked and what kind of challenges the audience the li- typical listeners have regarding this specific topic and and all all the questions come up that i typically wouldn't have had it gives me all kinds of creative ideas to basically be be a better podcast host. Uh, but the, me as a podcast host could never be replaced by an AI machine, I think. So So uh, it's so recognizable. Um, it's also, um, I, I think I hear you saying this as well, but it's it's also uh, automating repetitive tasks. So the tasks that you typically, well, that we don't all like, stuff that you do like multiple times and that you might get, get bored off that that's something um well typeface could also help you automate I guess um given that and the fact that content is so easy to create I've also heard some people talk about abundances of abundance of content there's there's so much content that you that is hard to stand out. What do you think? What kind of of um well, basically, well, what well, what kind of tactics could you use to stand out of the crowd and that the the abundance of content that's being cre- uh, created?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's always the thing. We're in a content economy, right? It's like they say, content is king. Content is everywhere, and it's it's becoming so short term and so fleeting. Whether it's a shorter form content because the channels depend like demand it or that everybody's attention is constantly changing, so you need to reach your audiences with different messages and to stand out, you have to have really, really compelling content, and it has to be authentic and relatable and unique to whoever you're reaching it to. I think consumers are smarter than ever, and we we can easily tell when something just doesn't really hit the mark. And I think that's where when we talk to marketers and when I use it myself in my own organization, it's one, how do I get inspired? Can I use it to create, and this is what Typeface does is can I create a feed of content that's really understands my brand, my goals, my way of speaking and what I would like to achieve so I can get inspiration for content. That's one thing. And then two, can I find a way to really personalize those messages and make them unique and make them compelling to whatever channel I'm also trying to reach them on? It has to not only be speaking to that exact customer but it has to also speak to them on a type of format and type of context that's on Instagram or on LinkedIn or on TikTok or on Google Ads or wherever you're trying to reach them. So how do you really give them that right message at the right time at the right place? Mm -hmm. That's how you stand out and where AI can be an amplifier to help you achieve that. Because so what we often hear from marketers today with their workflow, you mentioned automating routine tasks, but one of the other things I hear more is I have the ideas, I have data, I have insights I want to activate, I've got the research, I have, a, I have the vision or the campaign brief, but what I don't have is the resources to actually create the content to activate it. Or because I don't have the resources, I have to go to the lowest common de- denominator and try one thing for every single channel, whether mm. it's optimal for that channel. If, a, if you could remove that content roadblock what could you do now? How would that change your marketing strategy or your marketing workflow? And that's what where our customers are now doing is like they can actually start with the content from their goal, use Typeface. What's unique about Typeface is it actually learns your brand, it learns your products, it learns your audiences and your style so that it can train AI to be unique to you and then use that to learn and really create content that can stand out and learn what's working it's what's not working and continue to make content similar to your winning content. So you start with your winners versus starting with a spray and pray.
0: Love it. So talking about uh, the things that work and the things that don't work, are there any pitfalls that you've seen from Let's say the use of AI, things that 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 marketers should be aware of when they're using a solution like typeface?
1: Definitely. I think when we're thinking of AI, there's three things I always think about is now AI has been in the market for a year. And with typeface, we're really uniquely focused on how do you make it useful for like real life use cases for brands and actually enterprises. And to say that, you have to be fluent in what enterprises need. And be fluent in what like marketers need in their domains. So when you're using tools, when we just use it to be like learn AI, I will say like we shouldn't as humans have to learn AI. AI needs to learn you. How can you choose tools that actually understand your workflow? Does it integrate with your applications? Because we're not starting from a blank slate. We have all these different ways that we're using, whether it's productivity tools or it's like creator rich media editing tools. Or it's even customer data platforms that we've spent all our investments in. Like, can it actually integrate and play with my workflows? Can it learn my workflows? Can it learn my voice and style so it's not generic? How do you work with it in tools in a way that AI learns you? And I think that's one of the things. And second is, we kind of believe in like, how do you go into prompt creation? So how do you make it truly within your workflow so that you can... Just enter what you're thinking with really natural language, and then we can bring your vision to life versus you having being a prompt engineer. Um, So that's a piece of technology. But from a marketer standpoint, just adoption standpoint, what I often seen is really just trying to like, if you enter everything and that's it, and that's, you think it's a one and done, it will never work because creativity and collaboration is an iterative process. And we believe the same thing with AI workflows. It's as you're bringing your vision, how can you work with it, bring your own kind of uh, magic to the edit to the generated content and really collaborate whether it's with your teammates, whether it's with AI, to get it to the polish and final product that you're really happy because that's where the magic happens when it's really humans plus AI um, where we can get to that final state. So I think that's the biggest thing is as you're learning this as you're learning the new workflows, how do you use it in a way that it learns your workflow so it can it can accelerate your learning curve? But two, how can you also continue to iterate and refine the content so it's not just a one and done?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's good to hear about this because marketers might might think it's an answer to anything, to any question that they have. So it's it's good to, to be aware that there are certain things you have to take into account. Um, we're almost through our... Twenty-minute talk, but I do have a couple of questions left. So um, they're they're a little more practical because that's what I hear back from uh, marketers when I talk to them in the field and and talking about AI. So um, the first question I have here is um, the more more practical question: How do you handle different languages on Typeface? Is that I couldn't find that on your website, so I might ask for something that that that's not available, but. Um, how is 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 typeface only available in English language, or do you have Spanish or or German, maybe or French, or is is that something you take into account in the solution?
1: Yeah, definitely, Multilanguage is a um, is a feature available in our products. So we do leverage like the best of underlying large language models as well as generative AI platforms. And then we combine that with our brand personalized AI to help with the really personalized content generation. So those outputs can be in multiple languages. So we actually have a lot of our customers use it to even create like scale workflows where they want to create certain type of ads or social posts or blogs, but do the same one in multiple languages or even more than languages. Can I actually personalize the copy, the message itself of the copy, or like the scenes and visuals for those markets. So there's different ways that you can really make it regional specific.
0: Cool, cool. So that's that's great to hear um, because we have listeners from all over the world and and um, they have all kinds of different languages. So that it's great that they can have at least those, those bigger languages uh, included there. Um, the last question that I have, and we are on the Marketing Technology uh, Podcast after all, is... Um, how, how do, does Typeface f- stack into the rest of your marketing stack? So I can imagine that you, some, some uh, people might be using other uh, content uh, delivery networks or they might have uh, ad networks or, or even, um, let's say, uh, production networks or, or, or content hosting stuff that they have as a legacy system. How do you guys hook into that?
1: No, I love that you asked this question because this is like a very strong principle in our um the way we built our product and the way we're approaching workflows as well as I absolutely hear you. Like there's not a single marketer that is starting from a completely blank straight. There's not a single enterprise that doesn't have existing investments in so many different data platforms or productivity tools that they love to use or, have their favorite kind of just editing, kind of fine-tuning for their creative workflow. So while there's so many parts of your marketing workflow where you're leveraging different applications or you have different data that you want to use to personalize that content, what Typeface does and we built what we call Typeface Connect is our principle since day one is how do we build really integrated AI content workflows. So for AI to really transform the experience, it needs to play well with what you use and it should feel familiar to a marketer and that's coming back to like, how can you make AI feel like it knows human speak, not the other way around? So for that, it's learning your tools and your data. So ways that Typeface Connect does this is we have like an ecosystem of partnerships. So like today, from the gate, we actually partnered with like Salesforce, Google, Microsoft, we've expanded our customer data platform partnerships to like providers like ActionIQ. We even rich media editing tools and like productivity tools like Google Workspace and Microsoft Teams. So at all layers of your stack, we can actually, one, connect to your data to bring that into our system to train your models to understand it, as well as then natively embed typeface or embed those tools within our application. So that way you're not context switching between all these workflows depending on where you are in your journey.
0: Cool. So Arusha, with that, I'd like to thank you very much for being on the show. Um, I know that you have a 30-day trial available, so I'm going to include that link in the podcast show notes. So for listeners that want to try out Typeface, just go ahead, look in the show notes, and and click that link. Um, the other thing I'm going to include is a link to your LinkedIn profile. So people might want to uh, link to Arushi um, after hearing the conversation. Um, do mention that you've learned about her on the podcast, uh, because as with many people, she'll probably get a lot of requests uh, trying people trying to sell you stuff through LinkedIn, et cetera, to stand out there, mention that you've uh, heard the interview and uh, probably you'll be happy to accept that, Arushi. With that, thank you very much for being on the show.
1: Thank you so much. And I really appreciate you including me and for all the marketers out there and just all the enterprise employees, like as mentioned, we would love for you to start using our tool. And I would love to hear from your stories and how it helped you out. So please check us out. And we have a 30 day trial for anyone to use.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the marketing technology podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or iTunes. Also, if you want to be a guest or know someone that should be a guest to our show, shoot me an email on e.crum@marketingguys.nl. at marketingguys.nl. Thank you for listening.